Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. Well, I'll just, uh, I'll address um, uh, most immediate release we made. Uh, we all have a responsibility to each other, to our team, to our university, to our uh, to our community to, to make decisions um, with with all those entities in mind. And um, Coach Garza failed to do so. And, and because of that, we'll be serving a one-game suspension this Saturday. And that's all I'm going to comment on it um, at this point. Bobby Daly will call defense on on Saturday, and we'll uh, we'll move forward from here. Otherwise, uh, you know, taking on on Weber State again, uh, incredible challenge uh, facing a team for a second time within a whatever it's been five six week span. Um, obviously, Weber's a, a top team in the FCS, a top team in our conference. Um, you know, it was a hard-fought win the first time through, back and forth affair on on both sides of the ball. Obviously, special teams played a big part in the outcome that day, um, in the scoring that day. Uh, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to play real well. And I, I know that uh, I know that for us, um, playing our best in December is what we're after, and uh, you know, we're preparing real hard as we speak to do so. So with that, I'll open up for questions. Coach, congratulations on getting co-coach of the year um, along with your team, getting four, 14 players honored for all Big Sky honorees. What was that like to see all of that come out last week? Well, I, I think, um, you know, excited for our program. I, you know, first and foremost, excited for our coaching staff. I, you know, it's it's award that's designated to me by our entire coaching staff. Um, should get credit for it. And uh, I think for the guys that were – honorees um again uh excited for them you know i i do think we have a team though that is not made up of superstars we did not have a ton of first and second team guys i think that's uh relative to the type of team we have and you know uh i'd much rather be the, the champions of the league than they have the most guys and i think that's how our team feels um so we'll uh we'll, we'll take those those honors and stuff and, and be proud of them. But uh, obviously we're excited about where we're, where we're at right now. Before. One of the crazier games of the year was Weber State. Are you guys, how, how are you feeling going into this week knowing that you're facing them again? Well, I, I think it's, uh, um, there's some benefit to the familiarity and understanding they have the same familiarity on, on their side too. I haven't played each of the last two years. Uh, the way that game played out, I would assume they see themselves differently, you know, here in December. Uh, that was at the end of October. And I know we do as well. And, you know, you look back at the game, certainly with uh, uh, a different lens, I guess, than you look at just any other opponent. Uh, you try to, you know, look at the things that we did well, the things that we maybe um, allowed them to do well. And you try to correct as many as you know, those things you can and, and understand you know, they're a good team, we're a good team, and we still got to go out and put our guys in the best position to play uh, play well this uh, this coming Saturday. And, you know, there was a lot of uh, 
unique things about that game, um, like that were isolated to special teams. Uh, you know, and I know for us, that's, you know, that's, that's one main concern. Uh, we can't let their special teams uh, go, you know, for touchdowns like they did against us. I think since then, the last 15 quarters, we've really covered kicks and punts well. And, and you know, that, that first quarter, giving them two scores probably opened our eyes as much as anything. So, you know, we have to find a way in special teams to, to gain an edge and then offensively continue to build upon what we've been doing um, really all season. And then defensively, I think we've, uh, you know, we probably played our, our best, um, you know, three three quarters for sure um, that last Saturday out against Montana. So I'm um, excited about it. I'm sure they are as well. Other than special teams, is there anything that you're taking away from that Weber State game that you're hoping to also correct the second time around? Well, I think the, the easy thing to point to is we didn't finish in that game. You know, we, we had chances on offense to to extend the extend the lead. Uh, we didn't do so. So, you know, if we're in that situation or just even those short yardage plays that we maybe didn't convert on, how can we do better there? Defensively, um, you know, the the last couple drives in particular, they were they were able to move the ball uh, and make it real, real interesting. And, you know, they got they have a bunch of good players. They have good uh Good quarterback, good running back, good running backs, I should say, um, tight ends, receivers, and you know, I, I think we have to we have to defend again, much like we have, I think, more recently than we maybe were in that middle stretch of the season um, as we go into this game. I'm sure you've already watched that Weaver State North Dakota game, but in that five week difference, do you feel like they're doing anything different, or are they pretty much the same? Um, you guys played there. Well, I know in that that game in particular, they ran. Um, ran the ball like crazy. Um, that really hadn't been who they were all big sky season for sure. Um, heavy, heavy on the run side. And that, you know, that could have been game plan versus North Dakota. That could have been the weather. Uh, it, it certainly could have been, they got the ball rolling and they got that lead and you just tend to lean on the run. Uh, and I know they got Davis back now. So I think that would be the biggest thing. I think defensively, um, you know, they, uh, they are who they are and have been for, for multiple years now. Um, they make it. They make it hard on you because they have really good players. They can, they can play a lot of man-to-man coverage, um, you know, which allows them to get plus plus one numbers. Uh, so I don't think they're they're much different. I, that game played out differently, maybe than some of their others, and, and that's that's a credit to, I guess, their versatility offensively that they can they can do it through the run or the pass. How, how will Davis um, affect how you prepare for them as opposed to? With the first game when, when he wasn't there? You know, I, I think you got to look at uh, what types of runs better suit him maybe, you know, and they have such a stable of backs, you know, they've run four different guys and they've all, they've all had a level of success. Um, you know, does him coming back eliminate one of those guys touches or lessen two of those guys touches? That's maybe part of it too. Um, you know, he's a, uh, he's very, you know, dynamic, versatile, um, and, uh, you know, Banks and McMillan, I mean, those guys are too. So, you know, I think they, they do what they do, but is, you know, have they trended, did they trend a little bit different run type in that game? I would suggest with him in the game, they, they, they likely did a little bit. So just you focus on those run types a little bit differently. And then you're obviously getting an All-American back as well. Um, just how excited are you that Isaiah's finally out there? How excited? Yeah, I am really excited. I, I know he is as well. This has been a long process. Um, and I, I know for us, beginning of fall, uh, 
you know, the exact pinpointed date wasn't necessarily there at the beginning of August. Um, as we got into October, um, still wasn't exactly pinpointed as we got into, you know, the end of October, it was clear that this was just going to be the, the week. So, um, you know, we've built him up, um, you know, physically, I guess, uh, endurance wise over the last several weeks. And, you know, um, is he, I don't know, you know, what does he compare to what he was last year physically? I, I think he's got a chance to be better. You know, he's, his injury that got, you know, uh, operated on in, in March was an injury that went back to the beginning of 19. Um, that's a long time to, to be playing with that. And, and obviously the timing of it wasn't great for this fall, but, you know, he's, he's healthy now. And I know we're really excited to insert him into what we've been doing. I think he'll certainly give us um, something we haven't had. Um, not to, not that that's anything against whether it's been Elijah, Lane, Garrett, any of those guys, he's just different. You know, he, he's different between the tackles for sure. He's hard to tackle. Um, he's one of the hardest guys to tackle that I've ever been, had the fortune of being around. So, um, you know, we're really excited. I know he is as well. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. Was there, was there a chance you could play Kakers or you said this is the week? This no, I think it, as it became, you know, end of like, so so let's say a month out, a uh, month ago, I the, the surgeon wasn't uh, comfortable budging with the date. So, you know, this is what we had in mind. So there no there was no emergency or anything like that um, two Saturdays ago. It was, uh, you know, get them out there, warm them up again and uh, – get them ready for the next game, which is this coming Saturday. Lane's still out, I'm guessing. Lane is out. Lane will, uh, Lane will miss the, the remainder of the season. Okay. Yeah. Any other um, injury updates? Or... Yeah, Brody's Brody's on the man. I know Brody got out and played a handful of plays against Montana, which was uh, was situational like we probably anticipated would be the best case. Um, Kyle Rigg got out and played um, you know, a handful of plays, so he's in the, he's in the mix. What does that mean? Um, hard to say. Uh, Nolan did go down, and, and that will be season ending uh, for him. Unfortunately, um, you know, Danny, I know went down, but Danny will be back um, in this game. And then offensively, uh, yeah, we gain Isaiah back. Lane will be back, and that's probably the that's probably the update on offense. Jahari, I know played two in that game against, so I think he's you know he's close to full strength. Anything more I guess you could say about the Nolan's injury and just what happened exactly? Yeah, I was in space and you know he uh it was in it was in the injury and it was unfortunate it was a non contact deal. He tried to go back out and play and uh it didn't work. Yeah. So and, and and Kyle, I mean, obviously a crazy long absence. Um just to, what's it what that road been like for him and just to, how what how did you feel the one? Yeah, well he back? his knee injury was was devastating, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, as far as the injuries go, um, in this day and age. And that was the beginning of September, um, of, uh, of last season. So, you know, his timeline and the unpredictability with his return, um, I think was, 
was fluid until maybe last week. You know, I, and I think for him, it, it came down to, do I give it a go? Uh, I'm not necessarily a hundred percent. Do I give it a go and, and just uh, play it out on his own terms, I guess. And, and, you know, that's what he chose to do. Uh, not only go through senior day and, and dress out, but then you know, take an opportunity to get in the game and, you know, now work towards uh, an opportunity to continue to help us out. And, you know, uh, credit to him just hanging in there, I guess, because um, a lot of points in time, I think the news that he was getting, the results that he was getting was not what he had hoped for. And, um, you know, uh, here he is with a chance to finish out his career, and that's could be happier for him. Yeah, that's like that's three guys basically this year that have, you know, missed most of it and a ton yeah. of time. And um, I guess what does that say about you? Do you think the culture and just um, how much does that galvanize other guys? In the team? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, especially – in this this weird era of these six year guys like Coy and uh, Kyle, who have long graduated, you know, uh, and trying just to navigate that part and whether you move on, um, you know, in the real world, so to speak. And I think, I think, yeah, this this program matters a lot to a lot of people. And I, I think you know Coy and Kyle in particular exemplify that. Uh, you know, their opportunity to continue to be part of it was so dang important. Isaiah is a little bit different just to this is his fifth year. Um, you know, I, I think it was an injury that he was going to be able to come back from no matter what. The other two wasn't necessarily the case. Um, but the same thing goes for Isaiah wanting to, uh, you know, come back and, and obviously contribute and, and you know, hopefully uh, cap off what's been already a great career here, um, not only this fall, but, but next year as well. And I guess one more thing on Isaiah, I mean, you mentioned that this was kind of the plan all along, but he wasn't, we couldn't have come back really at Cat Grizzler. That wasn't the plan. So when did it become sort of the discussion of like, hey, let's, you know, maybe redshirt? And, and well, that to me, that was going to be completely dependent on um, how this fall worked out. You know, if it, uh, the fall worked out where he could play X number of games and that wouldn't allow him the redshirt, that's fine. If it uh, worked out the way it has now and he won't exceed four, that's fine too. So it was never, it was never going to be about holding him back for another year. It was just going to be, we got to play the timeline out the best we can. The timeline on the front end was less than idea. Um, you know, he was, he was planning on having that, that surgery as soon as we were done last year, obviously we're not, we're not finished until January here. There's other than he had Sam Houston had to have that one operated on first and, that's kind of how it all played out. And, you know, I, I appreciated uh, um, him from the get go, just saying, we're going to deal with this timeline the best, best that we can and not try to force it. And, and uh, ultimately wanting him to come out on the other side as healthy as possible. Um, and uh, he's worked real hard. And I think that's where he's at right now. And, while we've been vague about it, uh, there was some vagueness with it um, in, in describing everything and laying out all the details. It's not, not part of the part of the deal. So I appreciate you guys just uh, going along with the vagueness. Yeah, no, it's, and I mean that's that's crazy too. That that was basically playing on doing your knees in the title game. Yeah, I mean, he's frustrated. eighty five yards. I right. mean, I, I'm sure that's not surprising to you, but just uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, play. yeah, and knowing that him coming back for that game um, would set this fall back. I mean, that was, that was all part of it, but playing in that game was important to him. It was obviously important to our team, you know, and, and uh, 
you let let it all play out on the other side the way way it has. And, and fortunately for us, we're here in this situation where we've been able to find ways to run the football without them. Uh, we've had other guys step up at that position. And, um, you know, here we are with an opportunity to bring back one of the best running backs, if not the best running back in the country, once the uh, playoff starts. So, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll utilize them, obviously. And, you know, I think we're we're different from where we were last year and how we need to utilize them. But at the same time, he'll get his opportunities. And Blake, I thought that was the, the best uh, defensive performance uh, in Pat Grizz that you've had all year. Do you agree? And I guess, what, what do you, how do you feel about having defenses playing? Yeah, I, I thought, uh, you know, uh, the last couple of weeks and in two different opponents, but, you know, I think we've answered, uh, answered the bell, uh, you know, in, in, each of the last two weeks that those teams have scored on our twos and threes. And that's what I'm looking at when our ones are out there. We've been, uh, we've been really disruptive. Um, we've, we've been able to stop the run. Uh, we've been able to disrupt passers. We've been able to, to cover better not perfect, but better uh, and play the type of defense that, uh, that is our, as our standard and, and really the type of defense that will complement our offense and allow us to, you know, put our best, uh, foot forward each one of these weeks that we get an opportunity to keep playing. And, you know, this week it's about Weaver and we need to play better defensively than we did the first time around, um, find those things that we did pretty well. We had a good stretch of defense in that game. So, uh, no, I think, I think that last Saturday was a great one to build off of. And, and uh, I think our guys are playing with a different level of confidence now than, you know, say a month ago. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. Seems like uh, I mean Brody obviously recognized, but hasn't put up a ton of stats. Blake is not a ton of stats, but it seems like he's been playing pretty well. But how do you feel like these guys on the defensive line, especially, have been playing, even though you know the numbers maybe aren't as high as Sebastian? Yeah, I think uh, I think that group's played played really well. And you know, you look at the four starters, um, Brody, Blake, Sebastian, and Ben Seymour. I think they've all had really good years, and the numbers are maybe more. Um, spread out, so to speak, and maybe not as high as Daniel certainly had last year, but consistency wise, that group's played really well. And the emergence of Paul Broad and Kenny Iden, um, probably in particular in that second wave, Zach Black's played more and more, um, you know, so we're in a place that we hope to maybe get to eventually this year. And with that, with that group where, you know, we can, we can roll a bunch of guys out there. We can keep them fresh. They can get after the quarterback and, uh, you know, that's definitely where our defense starts. And, and you know, we got to play really well up front from here on out. Kind of a cliche saying, but like, you don't get many second chances in life. And we were saying, obviously, that's when we get some guys, but you guys also get one too, just to clean up everything that happened in that we were thinking. What's the message in the locker room this week, just as far as, you know, you're playing against them again? Yeah, I think use the, use the, the previous games uh, to our benefit. Uh, know you you know anytime you play you know you play those teams every year anyways or almost every year anyway so there's a familiarity with that um use that to our benefit uh, I've been part of a couple of these 
these games before where you turn around and, and play someone pretty pretty quickly and you know I think you got to take take the good from those from the previous performances correct what wasn't so good know that they're going to do the same thing and not overthink it um, you know we got to go out there and play well they're a good team uh, they're well coached I think they play really hard um, and they are good in all three phases so uh, we have to be good in all three phases um, so no I think our guys are excited about it I, I you know Worrying about who we play and all that stuff isn't the way this team is is made up. And um, I'm happy we're playing it here in Bozeman, and um, you know, excited to uh, you know keep playing football. Um, this year compared to last year, obviously a lot of differences in, in quarterbacks and things like that. Um, how how was the prep? I guess compared to contrasted just uh, from the time last year. Well, I would say I mean, because of that factor, uh, the quarterback switch last year it was quite a bit different I you know I think we're much more settled in uh, on both sides of the football um and in special teams for that matter you know last year we were we were coming off um, you know probably our poorest performance of the season uh, certainly offensively it was um you know and we're looking our wounds more now you know on the other side of it we played really well in a, in a real big game to close out the regular season we can't be too high either we have to be able to you know, come back down to earth, which we have, and, and, and go back to work and understand it's about, you know, continuing to re replicate the efforts that we have been putting in each week as opposed to thinking we have it all made. So, you know, I, I think uh, considerably different than this time last year. And our opponent's considerably different too. You know, uh, we are playing an unknown in Tennessee Martin last year. This year we're playing an unknown and, and honestly a team that could have very easily been seeded. Um, so, Got to work out for us. And then uh, offensively, I mean, obviously night and day from last year. Um, what specifically with, with House Right and, uh, and and some of the play calling um, has evolved? I mean, obviously the outside zone part of it, but um, what have you kind of seen from him specifically? How the offensive playbook has evolved? Well, yeah, I think just our identity is uh, is clear or clear. You know who who we are, what we can do. Um, I do think we have. Um, a wide variety of playmakers, which is 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 good. It's complicated too. You got to figure out a way to you know get them all the ball. Um, you know, last year if it wasn't Lance, it was Isaiah, and if it wasn't Isaiah, it was Lance. I mean, that's really what it was through the course of the regular season. And you know, I I think we um, we're forcing defenses to defend so much more field now, um, and that's the width of the field. Um, it still can be the length of the field at times. Um, and that's and that's hard. Um, and we're we're we've been able to, I think, continue to do things very similar for offensive lines, so they can play at a pretty high clip, but then um, mask things and disguise things, um, whether it's with motion or who we're giving the ball to, that it, it complicates things for the defense. So, um, no, I, I think it's uh, it's an evolution of our offense for sure. It's it's it's. Continue, continued evolution for Taylor, just, you know, creating a game plan along with the offensive staff and then executing it and calling it on, on Saturdays and having a, you know, a real clear vision of, you know, who can make plays and then how we're going to make it and letting them go do it. And, and you know, that was um, last November, October, that was pretty complicated for us, you know, and it's, that's just the way it goes. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know that he's any smarter or anything like that. I mean, it's, it doesn't work that way. It's just, sometimes it's about your guys.
guys capable of doing and can they do it at a high rate? Can you put them in position and they continue to find ways to do that? Trey Pickering, how did he kind of prove himself in the beginning of the season that he could do a bigger job and kind of provide a bigger role on the team this year? Yeah, Trey's had a really consistent year. And, you know, I spoke to him um, or spoke of him and, and Derek both being – guys that uh, had I think good sophomore years last year but you know they needed to take their game to another level and um, you know Trayton I, I think has been um, you know super consistent all, all year blocking and you know when he's been given an opportunity to to catch the football he's he's been really good and you know they're, they're weapons in their own right um, and and I think we've been able to utilize them quite well throughout the season so you know just pleased with uh their continued dedication to getting better, you know, I, I, they could have rested on their laurels. Both of them could have been, been okay, but they had, you know, the mind to get, get better and better. And they've done that. And, you know, Derek got recognized as all conference. And I would suggest that Trayton's right there as well. You know, Derek's a little bit more versatile and maybe just jumps out a little bit more with all the things he's been able to do, but Trayton's been, you know, really solid and, and, um, you know, been really pleased with how he's played this year. If you had to narrow it down to just one thing, there's a lot of good things working for Weber State, obviously. But first time around, what did you think was the biggest challenge in playing them? Oh, well, I, I'd say in that game we gave we gave up two returns, um, no question about it. In that game, um, you know, we have a, a pick right out the gate that we fortunately held them to the field goal, and, and that first quarter it's like we spotted them 17 points. So. Not to say that um, their running game, how it complements with, you know, their RPO game. I mean, it's, it's, they're they're really challenging there. They're using their tight end um, number 88 more and more uh, as the season's gone along. So it's a, it's a lot of things. And defensively, you know, they can cover and they got a, you know, a whole host of, uh, uh, you know, good athletes that play, play really hard. So I, I think it's, it's not one thing with them. I, you know, I think in that game though, it definitely, I would say if we can find a way to get the returners down, um, we're going to be a lot better on that Saturday in particular. So we got to look at that. We got to, we got to play well on special teams, but offense, defense, they provide, you know, some real challenges as well. Yeah. Blake was kind of talking about that O-line. He even went as far as to say that he thinks they're probably the best in the conference. Is there any emphasis on just attacking that ball quickly? Well, I think, I think we have to just, uh, it'll allow our guys to play fast up front. And if that means we, we move, I mean, we move um, a fair amount, but we're in a little bit different place than we were last year. I felt like we had to move all the time last year. And, and uh, so letting our guys come off the ball to your point and, and, you know, be the aggressor is, is definitely got to be part of it. There's a lot of things that make Montana great from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Yeah, hey, Coach. Uh, just a couple from me. Um, first of all, just watching the, the FCS playoffs across the country this week, um, Weber State definitely looks like one of the best teams. So what do you think of the fact that uh, your first playoff game this year is against a, you know, a 10-win team that was ranked in the top 10 all year? Oh, you're getting me to try to get on the playoff community here. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, no, I, you know what? Uh, 
this isn't a this year thing. Um, yeah. 2012, I, I don't know. I mean, we we played South Dakota State second round. I don't even know where they were at, but it is what it is. You know, um, they put the bracket together. You uh, you play play the team that's in front of you, and you know if they have a gripe because they weren't seated, that's probably more the gripe than we we are sitting here saying why are we playing them? I guess. I mean, I um, you know you're going to have to play good teams all the way through it, and uh, you know that's they're they just happen to be the team that we're we're playing, but they are you know they they've. They've been a really good team all year. Um, two close losses to what, the two and the four seeds and beat Utah State pretty handily. So, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have our hands full. Well, on that note, you guys played some of the best teams in the country during last year's run. So how much has that helped just in terms of uh, the confidence of the guys knowing that you, you have beat some of the best teams in the country in the playoffs? Yeah, I think, I think that's just what you got to expect. You get in – um, however, however it lays out, um, you should anticipate that, you know, because there's 16 teams left and, and you know, um, let's say there's 16 really good teams out there and whoever you play, um, you're gonna have to go and play well. And, and there's no, there's no handouts, um, or shouldn't be at the very least at this, at this point in time in the season. So, no, I think our guys, uh, we went on the road and beat the top seeded team last year. We came back home and, and, you know, even though South Dakota state wasn't a seeded team, they were a really good team last year. And, and, you know, it's just, it's just the way, the way it's supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be challenged this time of year. And, and like I said, uh, you know, Weaver's a, um, an obvious challenge for us. The, you mentioned just how important special teams is going to be in this game. And, and, and their main returner has had an unbelievable year. But it seems like you guys have really improved in terms of covering kicks since that Weber game. Where have you seen that? Well, uh, you know, those two, two, two plays in particular, um, we had guys in place. We didn't make plays and we challenged them within that game. You know, we had we had to keep kicking off because we scored a bunch of points that day and, and we had to keep you know figuring out a way. And, and you know, certainly Blake Lesnar is a huge weapon when he can kick the ball in the end zone and, and Blake. I think has the highest um, touchback percentage in the country at FCS. So that's important. We're playing at home. So Blake should have a chance to do that. Punting wise, you know, where we place the ball uh, has been probably more valued than just pure distance. And, and Bryce um, has done a great job of that. And, you know, fortunately he hasn't punt in a couple of weeks, but you know, if he's gets those opportunities, he's going to have to make it hard on them. So, and we, we shuffled the deck a little bit. We had a, we had a buy after that Weber week and we, we changed our, you know, personnel a little bit on the coverage team, uh, coverage teams, um, you know, and I think uh, covering kicks against uh, Montana and doing a very, very good job at that against their return game, I, I think was a good sign of where we're at. Um, but we'll have to, you know, we'll have to do it again for sure. And, you know, it's, it's certainly part about scheme, but it's guys trusting that scheme, doing their job. And then when they get an opportunity to, to go after. And I just think since that first quarter of that game, we've done a better job of just, you know, having a relentless way about us when we go after the football. You filled in most of the blanks for me on the diversity of the run game. Just wanted to ask you specifically about Elijah Elliott, just staying ready like he has all year. What have you thought of that? Yeah. Uh, really appreciate Elijah. And, and I think Elijah had his best game um against Montana in that last game. Uh, it's the hardest he's run. It's the most tackle he's had tackles he's broke now. 
Um, you know, and, and for him to ride this wave, which, uh, you know, initially started with him, you know, way down the depth chart, um, you know, not knowing when his opportunity was going to, when it was going to come ultimately, you know, we, we kind of went out to Oregon state that third game and we're playing with two quarterbacks in mind more than we were even playing with running backs. Um, and then we went to, you know, got in a conference play and, you know, he made the most of that opportunity that day and has continued to do so. And, you know, Lane's been inserted back in and now out. Now Isaiah will be inserted back in and, and his role um, isn't necessarily defined going into any one of these Saturdays, but, you know, just appreciate uh, um, him hanging in there. Cause you know, if, if we don't have uh, Elijah Elliott, you know, his consistency, consistency the course of the season, not sure exactly where we'd be. And last one for me, um, Trayton Pickering actually pointed this out, you know, five guaranteed days left of football for you. And for some guys that might be the last five days guaranteed that they have left in their careers. How do you sort of embrace that? and not have it be pressured on you and your guys? Well, you know, I, I think, I think you make it clear. It's, it's, it's winter go home. It's survive in advance. I mean, all those, those phrases and, you know, you just want to make sure you, um, through the week of preparation, in this case, two weeks, you leave no stone unturned. You, you, you don't have any regrets as far as, um, your preparation. You certainly don't have any regrets as far as your effort on Saturday. Um, you know, and if you if you can play that way and if you can think that way, you like to think the score will take care of itself. You know, if you if you don't do this or don't do that and then you get through Saturday and the result isn't what you want, then you have some real, real challenges. So, you know, really focus on, you know, our process, our preparation and, um, you know, don't get caught up in the, you know, the what ifs if this doesn't go right. Just go out there and play the best we can and um, leave it all out there. Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JMV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JMV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a Scotty, JMV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, JMV also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JMV, your restaurant specialist.